Ready, set, go! Welcome to the EV Diaries. This is the podcast where we explore the relationship between the electric car and small town America. I'm Ben. I am an engineer for a distribution cooperative in southeastern Kentucky, and I am a self-proclaimed EV advocate. I don't own one, but there is definitely one in my future. I just got back from checking the oil in my 2005 Mini Cooper. It's got a small leak. It's had a small leak since I bought it. I guess that's part of it retaining its British roots. As I was checking my oil, I realized that, you know, as soon as I get my electric car, I'm not going to have to do that anymore. You see, I check it once a week because of the leak to make sure that I've got a sufficient oil level in my car. I had a 2000, no gosh, it was a 94 Geo Tracker. And it had a small oil leak as the result of a, a accident. And I wound up actually throwing a rod and having to replace the motor. But I was thinking about the maintenance issues that I have with my Mini and I'm, the things that I'm looking forward to not having to deal with. Now think about it. I won't have to deal with oil changes. Now, my Mini Cooper, it's 2015, that's what, 15 years old now? I use Mobile One Full Synthetic 5W30. Now, this is not a commercial for Mobile One. This is not me supporting anything. I'm just telling you what I do. Anyway, I use Mobile One. When I go get my oil changed at one of the local places, I have to supply my own oil. I have to supply my own filter, and I usually have to order my filters off of Amazon. By the time it's all said and done, I've spent nearly $80 every time I change my oil. Now, you know, back in the day, you changed your oil every 3,000 miles. And with the synthetic, that got bumped up to somewhere between 5 and 10. Now, many recommends that I change the oil in my car using full synthetic every 15,000 miles or once a year. And once a year, I let many change my oil and go through and, and look at everything. But I drive 25,000 miles a year, so I change the oil at least twice in a year. I also got to thinking about muffler work. My son has a 2008 Jeep. I hear him coming a half mile away, and I'm probably, uh, it's late, or well, it's early December now, so he's probably, uh, that's probably going to be one of his Christmas presents is a new muffler. Um, yeah, that's how practical I am. Anyway, uh, plugs and wires. I used to have a Volkswagen Jetta. Replaced the plug and wires on it. That was upwards of $200. Uh, how about transmission fluid? Now, that now depends on the car. Um, most of your cars, most of your EVs are not going to have a transmission per se that has transmission fluid in it. Now, 
if you look at some of the newer cars that are out, like the uh, Ford Mustang Mach-E, I know that they're using a transmission to achieve the, the speeds that that car is capable of. Um, so I'm, I'm not sure exactly. I've not done enough research, I will admit, into exactly how that system works. Although, keep in mind, too, I'm not a mechanic. Even if I did the research, I'm not sure I could explain how that works. Of course, you know, with EVs and internal combustion engines, there are a few common denominators that you will always have to deal with. First one being tires. Now, I know that my Mini uh, doesn't have a spare. I've got, uh, I have to buy run flats when, when I get tires. What prompted me in even considering buying a new car is I busted a tire one day. And if you've ever busted a rim flat tire, you did something. You hit something really hard. I was in a construction zone and the transition where they had ground up the pavement to where they had stopped. I don't know if somebody was not doing their job, but it was like a four inch, five inch lip and I knew it was there, hit it just a wee bit too fast, and boom, next thing you know, I've busted the tire. So I take the car to my tire dealer in town that, that I always use, and I got a new set of run-flat tires. Of course, they had to order the, order the tires, and you know, so I left my car overnight, had to deal with that the next day, getting back and forth to work, and new tires were installed there's only one tire dealership in the town i live that has the equipment to do a wheel alignment on a mini i started to make the appointment for the wheel alignment but then i realized i was due for an oil change this was about the time i usually take it to mini so i scheduled a wheel alignment and an oil change with mini well the mini dealership i let i use is in Cincinnati, Ohio, which is a two-and-a-half-hour drive. So I drove my car up to Cincinnati, brought it in to the service center. They did all their things, came back, and they said, well, here's the deal. We can change your oil. No big deal. We're not going to do the wheel alignment because your front end is shot on a scale of 10 to 10 out of, or on a scale of 1 to 10, it's a 10 out of 10. And, oh, by the way, do you know your clutch is slipping? So after I got a quote for all the maintenance work that was due, I said, let me think about it, and I drove my car home. That's what's got me looking at electric cars now because I'm just like, okay, if I'm going to have to buy a new car, let's, let's get one. If you've listened to any of my podcasts before, you know that when it comes for me for a car, I use mine for commuting. So I'm looking for something that I can get relatively inexpensively that I can pay off quickly because I don't like having a car payment. So when I started looking at EVs, I was looking at used ones. Well, long story short, Mini's getting ready to release a 2020 um, electric Mini. So I'm excited about that. I haven't got my mind completely set on that because there's there's the, the Chevy Bolt, which, you know, it's got a 200-mile battery in it. Um, I was sort of impressed with the uh, Hyundai Ionics when I did the research on those. 
However, the battery's a little bit small for where I live. So the Mini Cooper, it's just going to be like, you know, a broken in baseball glove. It's just going to, it's going to feel right. It's going to perform the way I want it to perform. So I'm leaning that way. Nissan Leaf is still on the table, but all when it's all said and done, um, I'm just really looking forward to taking the Mini for a test drive and seeing if it's going to be everything that I really want in an electric car. That was a long tangent just to say that regardless of what vehicle you've got, you're going to have to put tires on it. Uh, coolant, well, that's dependent on the car. Um, if your EV is heat managed with liquid cooling, um, whether it's a closed system or not, that's something that may need service from time to time. Of course, you know on a traditional car, you need to flush and fill your radiator every couple of years. Uh, brakes. Brakes are a big one. Uh, brakes are important. You can't stop without brakes. Of course, with an EV, you've got reduced maintenance on your brakes because of the regenerative braking. It's going to slow you down, take some pressure off of your brakes as you stop. So, you know, even though all cars need brakes, you can expect the ones in the EV to last longer depending on how you drive. Long story short, I check my oil. I'm about a quart low. So I'm getting ready to head to uh, our local automotive store to pick up a quart, which runs about $10. So, you know, even today, an EV would have saved me $10. Oh, yeah. And the one thing that I'm certainly looking forward to not worrying about, gasoline. Of course, then you just have to worry about keeping the lights on. But, hey, that's my job. So it seems my fate is in my hands. Guys, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you would, please click that subscribe button so you never miss me talking about EVs in small town America. Uh, go to Facebook. Give me a follow. I'm also on Instagram and Twitter at EV Diaries. The EV revolution is here. And by all accounts in the long haul, it's going to be about half the price. So hang on. It should be a fun ride.